Hey everybody, you're listening to So Many Sequels. I'm Josh. I'm Andrew. I'm Garrett. And I'm David. Today on the show, we are going to do something a little different. We're not going to talk about um, a specific movie franchise or anything. Yeah. We're going to talk about our most anticipated movies of 2020 mm-hmm. because, you know, it's that time of year. It's 2020. It is. It's early in the year. The good movies haven't really started coming out yet. No, not really. So we figured, let's talk about what we are looking forward to in the realm outside of sequeldom. That's I'm going right. to tell you what. Oh. Now, 2019 had some good movies. <clears throat> it just, did. It yeah. some yep. really biggins. Well, I might call out. it a banger year. It was a banger. It yeah. was awesome. What do the kids call it? A smash? They, they still say in smash these days? Yeah, yeah NBC smash on know. Friday night. <laughs> Super, Super smash. I would, say, I would say 2019 uh, slapped. That's the word. They say that. When it came to Never movies. heard smash. I heard, you never it, heard was, smash? it was. I don't think anyone says smash. I say uh, smash. It was spelunking. It was lit. What? That's <laughs> no, no. But I was no. 2020 has got a few, but like it was tough to come up with a list. Like I have a lot of them on my list, but I really had to adjust my definition of anticipation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. It's definitely like I don't know. It, going into 2019, I couldn't have told you about some of the big movies that ended up making it into like top of my list. Yeah. I could, I wouldn't have been able to tell you about Jojo Rabbit at the beginning of 2019 sure. or to, yeah. to tell you about even Ford versus Ferrari, which I think at that point had a trailer. But It'll be it's fun so to hard to tell what movies in terms of what gets nominated is going to be... It'll be fun great. when we do our 2020 uh, recap right. mm-hmm. to compare it to our most anticipated and see how that changed over exactly. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We Were never... those movies actually good? Were there other movies that blew them out of the water? Who knows? We'll find out in twelve months. Yeah, we never we've never done one of these before. An anticipated no, no, no. changing the game. We'll do it. Let's do it. um, Very similar to our twenty nineteen recap or our top Mm ten, where uh, we all have a different number of movies on this list, which is fine. But we'll just all go around and we'll say one and we'll talk about it. And if yours is on that list, join in and talk about it when it's time. When it's time, instead of you know. So who has the most? That's what I was going to say. Well, he has the most at 17, but are we going to go through 17? I was going to say, I got 10. We can start with where I am. Let's start with you because that's a good round number. That's good where I am. So, number 10, I have The Eternals. Marvel's The Eternals. I'll also note we are counting, but like these aren't ranked. No, no, no. Not really. I mean, like these are just. I was told to list 10, and I. Uh, I mean, I, some of these I'm more anticipating more than others, but mm. uh, like the Eternals, I have at the bottom just because it's the one that comes out last. Gotcha. Uh, based on this list, so Marvel's the Eternals is yes. So I'm very interested in this. This is going to be essentially, in my opinion, the uh, them going back to the well of obscurity, mm-hmm. and uh, it worked with uh, it worked with you know uh, over time it worked with thor it worked with guardians of the galaxy it worked to an extent with ant-man they're pulling from all these places that people don't know the eternals is something that is really high concept and weird uh but marvel it's gonna have that marvel studios branding on it so i'm really fascinated to see what happens with that and Mm -hmm. it's a new franchise from them so you know excited about that Yeah, is that on anyone else's list? Not in my. I mean, it is on my list of seventeen, but not one that I was like. It's bottom. It's near the bottom of the list just because it is one of those where I don't know anything about it, and so my term of anticipation is not super high because I haven't seen much about it other than the cast. Yeah, uh, I think that they have a good cast. I like Angelina Jolie for the most part. I like Kumail Nanjiani. Um, all the part. Yeah, mm-hmm. all of the times. Like Selma Hayek. She's great. Like, um, you it's gonna like parts of her. It's gonna be definitely interesting <laughs> to see what they do. This is the first year outside of Black Widow where they don't have a, a and Black Widow's not really a sequel, but it's playing on a character that we're all familiar with. But this is the first time where they're uh, having to branch out again, and they don't have those familiar properties coming out to kind of save it. So this is a I don't want to call it a sink or swim moment, but it could be. It's definitely not. No, I mean, for them, de- they haven't had a bad tanker of a movie. But the like, Eternals listen, could the anticip- be the, the first one, and so go- that's the excitement of this Anticipation movie. may go up when we get that first trailer. I still think they have not... You know, we haven't seen the Eternals yet. Yeah, right. We just, have, we just know a little bit about what's coming. It still does not sound as weird as Guardians of the Galaxy. That's no. true. And so if I, I, I'm of the opinion that if Guardians could make it, there's little that Marvel could do that couldn't... Yeah, and when people are so uh, people are way more, I think, uh, accepting of these ideas. They are now. Than they yeah. ever were. So, you what know. about you, Andrew? You've been quiet about Ant Turtles. Is it on your list? It is on my list. Um, I like the fact that we don't know, like just kind of like you. 
I like the fact that we don't know anything about it. Mm. I think it's kind of, I think it's kind of, uh, it's a mystery, but mm-hmm. it's a mystery I'm waiting to unravel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Uh, so we'll go this way. What is what's, what's your so, what else on your list? Yeah. I, I only okay. have six. Okay. okay. That's fine. And um, <clears throat> no particular order. Five of them. The Purge. <laughs> <laughs> Untitled Purge sequel 2020. <laughs> you all could get out. <laughs> and go see That's from 2017. Uh, no, uh, number six is Black Widow. Oh, okay. Black so. Widow. Okay, so we're knocking out the Marvels early. Good. Yeah. I think that's I just good. Get the, I just want to get that out of the way. Might as well. Black Widow. This is going to be, uh, you have to assume, a capper for Scarlett Johansson in the MCU. But so, I'm, I'm, yeah, tell us I'm, why. I, I'm really excited for the cast because not just Scarlett Johansson, but yeah, Florence Pugh, mm-hmm. who's, who's a newcomer and who's really good. But also you have David Harbour mm-hmm. as, I guess, uh, Nastasha, Natasha's dad. Seems maybe seems yeah, to be we some think. sort of father. We, think. we don't know, uh-huh. and also Rachel Weisz. All those, all of these actors, so much. I Rachel like. Weisz, so far, I like. So. I agree. I'm very excited about about Black Widow. It did not make my list, but I'm very excited about it um, for those exact reasons. Mainly the cast. Um, uh-huh. Like you said, we got two of the uh, two pending Oscar nominees leading the cast. That's a big deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and the trailers we have seen look fantastic. I think a lot of people were questioning the movie when it was. Uh, announced just because of Natasha's fate in Avengers Endgame. Mm-hmm. It's like, really, now you're going to do a Black Widow movie? Okay, even though we've been, they've been wanting a, a female-led, more female-led Marvel movies mm-hmm. since before Captain Marvel came out, but even more now. So I think there's a lot of, there's a lot of mystery behind Black Widow because of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because of the fact that she doesn't live anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a, it's a, a in-between story of sorts. Garrett, are you looking forward to it? Yeah, I am. It was on my list. Uh, it was in my the ones that I was going to talk about, so I'm glad I don't have to talk about it anymore. Um, but no, I, I, I've wanted a Black Widow movie for a very long time. Scarlett Johansson's great. And um, yeah, it's, it's, I'm very excited for this one. Yeah, it's kinda, I think it's one of the earlier ones of these that we've, we've put on these lists. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting. I mean, the great thing about Marvel is that the, the studio is just... That's all they do is superhero movies. Like, uh, people are... So they can just do whatever they want. Yeah. If they want to do a Black Widow movie now, they just do it. Like, yeah, that's exactly, just what. Yeah. That is, I mean, they're not really beholden to like you know. Oh, we got to go out and find you know like if, if I don't know, it's hard to explain. You're right. But well, like they're just gonna do what they what they have the rights to do. And, oh, well, and, and this is their th- third prequel of sorts. Yeah, of sorts. It's gonna be a prequel, I assume, to just in, maybe just Endgame, but maybe Infinity War two. I don't really. I, I'm not being able to keep track of exactly when this is supposed to take place. I'm going to make a prediction on this movie. Mm-hmm. I think that there is a chance that it sets up to use Florence Pugh in the future as a Black Widow esque type person because yeah, successor in the lore of the comics. <coughs> excuse me. In the lore of the comics, Black Widow has a sister. And they go to battle, and she back. She comes up, and, and more often, one would assume that Florence Pugh is playing that role based on what we've seen so far. With the jumping back to the current timeline, with Scarlett Johansson and Black Widow being gone, this allows Florence Pugh's character to be like, "I'm coming in to take over for my sister," and then they can run with her. She's younger than Scarlett Johansson. She's a huge name. or She's on the cusp. She's like very well recognized after 2019 and mm. all of the movies that she's been in. Uh, Oscar nominated now. She's going to be a mega star at yep. some point in time. So if they can get her there, the Marvel hooks into her early, take advantage of that and put her in those movies and this just yeah. continues that machine rolling. And if she really inherits the, you know, essentially the mantle of Black Widow, that would be, I mean, that'd be big. That'd be, and it'd be smart on Marvel's part to sort of, to sort of like future proof themselves a little bit it'd be like hey you know we're retiring one but we've got more coming in right you know there's there's room here to do another do a black widow too but it's florence Pugh and other characters mm-hmm. i want to make a correction i only have five not six. Oh, okay so. it dwindles more and more yeah, josh yeah, just keep knocking them off the list josh what's on your list uh i'm gonna start with uh pixar's soul oh yes. Ooh, I forgot about um that. coming out this summer Starring Tina Fey, Felicia Rashad, David Diggs, Jamie Fox, Jamie Fox. That's right. Um, it's about. A, it appears to be about 
um, a jazz musician mm-hmm. who has maybe died yeah. of some or some way. Not, some sort his of purgatory, soul yeah. has left his body. Yeah. <clears throat> and he's like, goes on adventures. I don't know. It's very... He meets uh, a soul waiting to be waiting to be assigned, yeah. is what it says in the synopsis. And it sounds a tiny bit like Coco, but yeah, it, maybe it, different enough, I hope. It definitely feels like it's pulling from a lot of the Pixar concepts. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a little bit Coco, there's a little bit Inside Out, you know, like these smaller personalities that live within you know us or even objects you know like it's the exact like if you just like keep going from where they started with toy story and you just like continue to drill down on the concept it's like pixar it's like oh they're gonna make a movie about rocks soon and you know (laughs) life rocks or whatever and it's gonna be about rocks who are alive they just keep drilling down like well what you know we've we've done a movie now about toys with emotions we've done a movie now about bugs with emotions we've now done a movie about emotions having emotions <laughs> we just go down further your soul your very essence what is that about it's going to be probably really beautiful animation mm. and it's probably going to be uh, a crying movie this movie's going to make me cry so much <laughs> i already know it is it looks like it's going to speak to me on a level that is going to make me just baby cry um it looks like it's going to be about like people who are really wanting to do something but not taking that moment and they come to these realizations where they want to do these things that make them happy and my assumption is that they we see in the trailer we see this guy he is a piano player he's on the phone he's talking about he gets a gig for something he's very excited about it he's got a briefcase he doesn't look like your typical jazz musician but looks like he does it on the side just for fun um while he's on the phone falls through a manhole and then we see his soul And so somehow I think that it's going to be he got to that point of where he was about to do the thing that really makes him happy, and then he dies. I don't think he actually dies, but I think he has some kind of a moment, and I think that's what this is about. And I think it's really just going to be uh, heart-wrenchingly good. And John Baptiste is a part of the... He's the band leader for uh, Stephen Colbert, he wrote the jazz songs. He is amazing, and so I know the music is gonna be good. <laughs> Sounds, I it's, it just looks right. Mm-hmm. Garrett, what's now? What else is on your list then? So that what's was on also on my high list. That was on my high list. I'm gonna start with. Uh, I'm just gonna k- get the uh, superhero ones out of the way. Birds of Prey. It's coming out soon. It looks pretty good. Oh yes, yeah, uh, Harley Quinn and Margot Robbie was the best part about Suicide Squad. Uh, so to keep her around is smart. To get away from Suicide Squad and Jared Leto's Joker is brilliant. And getting all of these female-fronted badasses who are very anti-hero is going to be something that we really haven't seen before. Um, I'm hoping that DC can continue their trend of putting out good things. We'll see, but I am looking forward to this one quite a bit. Anybody else have Birds of Prey on their list? It's on my list. Okay. Um, yeah, no doubt. I've been hoping for... I've honestly been hoping that DC would get to this level at some point of like making movies about characters <clears throat> that are slightly lesser known for a long time. Um, and uh, I'm really interested to see what they do. Uh, Birds of Prey is a cool team. Uh, you know, we're going to have Black Canary and Huntress and... <clears throat> Uh, maybe some more than one variation of Batgirl. It's going to be really interesting to see what they do with it. It looks like it's going to be, if, I don't know what the word I'm looking for here is. I guess a very uh, vibrant movie. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of color in the in the in the production in the um, promotion. So I'm hoping that it really kind of uh, goes places that we haven't seen some superhero movies go. So I'm excited about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It is nice that they are dipping into other lesser-known characters. They kind of forced themselves into it, though, by, I think, tarnishing the legacy of their <laughs> of their big names right. to the point where they could not go back. Well, they've overrun them. I mean, they've, they've overrun they've them. They've overrun I mean, Superman and Batman to death. The only one they did not tarnish was Wonder Woman. And she's got a movie coming out this year. Maybe we'll talk about it today. Maybe we won't. I don't know. <laughs> um, and we know there is another Batman reboot coming, but it's still a couple few years away. All right. Superman is in limbo. Yeah. The Flash is in limbo. Yeah. So you kind of got to turn to who you can. I mean, what they got left left is is characters that aren't really heard of and thankfully a salvageable Harley Quinn. And what I like is let try to, you know, put some people on trying to figure out how to reinvent or make your, your, your most popular guys 
interesting. I guess you Aquaman. Can. Aquaman or two, they have not tarnished yet. No, he kind of. I don't like it, a, but he, people do. So. Well, they did a difference. They did something different with him. They did something, they did something very something different, different, and people and it appealed to people. Uh, it's you know, and is it necessarily good or great? Is kind of subjective, I guess. But they took risks with Aquaman. If they'll take some risks with <laughs> Superman and Batman, I'm not saying they have to like you know do anything incredibly crazy. Just do something to make them more fun and more interesting. Then I think there's room there. It's great to while you're while you're doing that, take, do something experimental. Give Harley Quinn and the Birds of Prey to this director and let them do something that we haven't seen before. You know, you're, you're Warner Brothers. You know, you can take a couple risks. Well, and with <clears throat> James Gunn coming in to do Suicide Squad, that always also leaves open the door for Harley Quinn to be welcomed back into Suicide Squad in some way, shape, or form. That's true. That's true. Um, sorry, Kathy Ann was the name I was trying to think of there as the director. Um, I'm going to move on to one of my other ones, and I'm just going to jump higher up in Andrew my list. Andrew did not comment on, on Birds of Prey yet. You excited for Birds of Prey? I am very excited. You and McGregor? I am very excited for Birds of Prey. Yeah, we do. Playing Black Mask? Play, uh, again, this is another thing where it's just like, it's... It's totally different. Nobody really knows what it's about. I mean, the only thing we know about it is that Harley Quinn's in it. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm excited for the cast. The trailers look a lot more promising than Suicide Squad. Mm -hmm. I will say that. I would be careful with that because the Suicide Squad trailers looked very promising too. But, like, my thing about about these trailers in in terms of the Suicide Squad trailers is that, like, they really, really overhyped it. I feel like, mm. and here, I think they learned their lesson, and they were just like, "No, we're we're going to take a step back from that because we know this movie is going to have major major star power, but we're not going to like oversaturate it with uh, the Wayne's World soundtrack <coughs> and yeah, and do just and go go nuts with it." I think here they're actually taking their time with it. Mm-hmm. Okay, no, so back to David. So, sorry. So that's that's my two cents about. The, uh, Birds of Prey and the emancipation of Harley Quinn. one fantabulous or for the the big ass long title. Hang on, oh, hang on, I can pull it, it up. Yeah, here. pull it up. It's and like the fantabulous emancipation of one Harley Quinn. That's right. Okay, so now the next one on David's list is is I'm I'm, I'm, I'm jumping to the middle here because we took two of my top two. Tenant. Yes. No. Oh man. Yes. Very 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 interesting. This. I've been a Chris been a, I've been a big Chris Nolan fan this for was some in the years of now. Your list? This was in the number four. Oh my! Um, See, this is why I didn't rank. I don't want any of that juju. But also, my list is mostly is not necessarily totally. Uh, it, it, anyway, yeah. it's number four. I'm very excited about this. Yeah. Very uh, and and um, I, I've <clears> seen uh, all of Nolan's work except for one movie, and I, I'm going to get to it at some point. But uh, <laughs> I never saw Interstellar. Um, we can fix that. Never saw Interstellar. I'll watch it at some point. I just have every time I every time I try to get a chance to watch it, it just doesn't work out for me. Um, so it, the trailers are are super enigmatic. I don't know what's going on necessarily. I don't know if the character is dead or alive or what they're doing. They're playing in backwards and forwards at the same time. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, I'm fascinated to watch it. It gives me it gives me Inception vibes in terms of like. Trying, it looks like they're trying to do like really neat stuff with camera work and with uh, playing with linear storytelling. And uh, you know, who, who know, I mean, who knows? Could be bad, but I am very excited to see the movie this year. I can tell you right now that that is like on my top tier of like ex- like movies that I'm ecstatic for because just looking at that. And just knowing that it's in Christopher Nolan's hands, mm-hmm. and just knowing that we're going to get something totally out of left field and something totally exciting, I, you, if it has Christopher Nolan's name on it, say no more. I'm, I'm sold. Mm-hmm. That that man can do no wrong, unless it's The Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> well, even that's still better than most of the Batman movies that have come yeah. out. That is true. That's true. That is true. Uh, Christopher Nolan is the best current person who puts out original work. Mm-hmm. Um, this is my favorite type of Christopher Nolan. Mm-hmm. Um, you can talk about Batman's, you can talk about Dunkirk, but Inception messes with me every time. Um, it's amazing over and over again, and this looks like it's going to be very similar to that mm-hmm. in in a sense of <clears throat> it messes with time. We have no idea what's going on, but I'm totally intrigued by it. It's going to be some weird concept that's going to bend my brain and make me think, but also 
is just going to have me fully enraptured. Um, John David Washington is going to be a megastar after this and Black Klansman. Um, it's also taking Robert Pattinson and Elizabeth Delbecki, Michael Caine, Kenneth Branagh. It's got a great cast. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's going to be fantastic. And it's going to look awesome. It looks stellar. Oh, it's going to be a must see. Interstellar. It's going to be a, <laughs> a must see in the theater. Oh, for sure. In the. Don't wait in the Dolby with the colors and the sound and the mm-hmm. seat vibrate. Yeah, it's going to be great. I just have a memento written that I'll be following. No Shut way. Up. You know, because you're making these bad jokes reminds me. Josh, I'm pretty sure, that's how I'm going to tell a story now. For mm-hmm. Didn't you go see, when you went and saw The Dark Knight Rises, weren't you like kind of drunk? I, I, I don't made, think so. I remember you texting me after seeing it and you were doing some, there were some very strange texts. I thought you both just wanted to leave. I did want to leave. I did not. I don't know because they. Did, it seems unlikely, just because. A long time ago. Well, it was. I don't think so. I don't. Maybe I'm remembering it wrong. I, I don't think. So. I maybe really don't remember. Drunk that. might be a generous word. You might have had a few. Well, you're now you're making it sound worse if drunk is a generous word. <laughs> I don't think I. I don't you were think completely so. blitzed whenever you. I, think I don't think you were blitzed. <laughs> this is alternate history that I don't. I sincerely don't remember. I remember you having a couple blue moons, and then you were like, "Let's go watch this." I do remember watching it and not liking it and yeah. wanting to leave. Yeah, but I don't remember having any sippy sips. I don't remember. Maybe I. Maybe I'm remembering wrong. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. I wasn't I'm, there. I'm sorry. I've just. I've just impugned Josh. You did. I don't remember any of that. Um. Uh, yeah, Tenant's on my list too. Looks good. <laughs> I wish I could watch it in the uh, <coughs> intended uh, IMAX 70 millimeter format, but I can't, so that's fine. Where's the closest one? Is it in like Dallas? Or it's probably state? in a different state. Yeah, but that's okay. So what's next for you, Andrew? Did you nope. Oh, you already just continue to go clockwise. Okay. So <laughs> you know the way clocks go. Really. Hey, have you guys watched the Tenant trailer? Quit closing uh, your list. Have We're you, going through them all. Have you watched the Tenant trailer backwards? No. So somebody did this on YouTube. They played Trenet. They played Tenant the video backwards, but the audio is still in the regular, regular, for, regular uh, format. Okay. And it doesn't really match up as well as I think they thought it would. But what does match up is Hans Zimmer's score for it. Mm. It's eerie how yeah. well that score lines up, no matter which way you play that trailer. Maybe it's just the way that like. He just maybe that's just the way that Christopher Nolan intended it. Maybe because he's done that before with Memento. There's, maybe there's a there's a there's a backwards version. Oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. there is that there's backwards version. Anyway, yeah. Uh, so what do you got next? My next movie is Ghostbusters 2020. Oh, Ghostbusters Afterlife. Afterlife. Yeah. yeah. Ghostbusters Afterlife. You you really excited for the Ghostbusters Afterlife? Hey, movie. I was looking at the I was looking at the <laughs> list and it just said Ghostbusters 2020. That's all I saw. Have you seen the trailer yet? I have seen the trailer. Okay. And this trailer looks really good. All right. So you're. So what excites you about it? I love Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. I love... Uh, there's not a Ghostbusters movie that I've seen that I haven't liked. Even the last one that got released. Okay. And this Ghostbusters excites me even more. Why is it so? Is it because? Uh, is it because of the? It's what what it's, what it's, it's, you about it? It's the it's it's the fact that it's an old movie that's coming back <laughs> into 2020, and if that doesn't have Andrew Nichols written on it, I don't know what doesn't. No, just uh, like Ghostbusters is such a blending of genres. Mm-hmm. Like you get you get a little bit of science fiction, you get paranormal, yeah, you get but comedy. It's mainly comedy, yeah, and I really. Like it's it's completely satisfying to me every time I watch Ghostbusters, and the fact that we're getting another one, mm-hmm. and with a totally different story, I'd like to see what happens. Well, I'm happy for you. Mm-hmm. I think Josh and I talked about it a little bit when we saw the trailer for it that it was it was, it didn't quite grab us the way that we thought it might. Mm-hmm. I think it's because they had that 2016 Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. I'm not blaming the movie; it was it was fine, I'm sure. But it uh, it's just hard to like feel nostalgic about Ghostbusters for me when we just had a Ghostbusters, a new Ghostbusters, so so recent. Mm. I agree with that completely. Uh, this movie's not on my list, and I'm, I'm quite frankly, I'm not anticipating it at all. <laughs> um, because I, 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 I exact, I do not have any nostalgia for Ghostbusters because I just got some. Mm. 
And I did enjoy <clears throat> the 2016 Ghostbusters. I think it's a good, very funny movie. Mm-hmm. But they play up this whole digging up the past angle in the new trailer. Like, but are you? Because it seems like Ghostbusters won't go away at this point. Right. And they didn't show any of the Ghostbusters in it. Yeah. To teaser. Any of the, yeah. We did get some Finn Wolfhard from Stranger Things. Yeah. Who, one of my favorite Although, tweets I've seen recently was someone saying, are y'all going to ever let Finn Wolfhard play a kid in his own childhood or just yeah. yours? Yeah, <laughs> he's like constantly playing other people's kids. I don't think he's the main character, though. I guess I don't, he's probably not. I like, uh, there's like a 13-year-old girl who's supposed to be the main character. I just, I can't seem to care Yeah, that it's happening. Okay. It's gonna have to, no, it's going to have to win me over a little bit. Um, I'm not, not excited, but it's not on my list. Uh, based on anticipation definitions. Um, I think that it has potential. Um, it was, was it written by Dan Aykroyd? I don't think so. I think it was written by, uh, by, uh... I think I Reitman? Reitman? Yeah, okay. Reitman. Yeah. So, or, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what they do with it, because we know Bill Murray didn't want to do it for a real long time. Um, they did have the 2016 one, which, yes, is a good movie. I don't care what anybody else says. Um, it's... But they're ignoring that one. So, it's... I don't know. It's going to have to do a little more to get me. Um, I'm going to see it. It takes place in Oklahoma to an extent, so that's neat. That's neat. Uh, but, yeah, it's got to do a little bit more than I one I feel like it's before. one of the movies that's going to make Oklahoma look like a not cool place to be. Who knows? What Josh, next on your next uh, on your, your list there? Well. Or our next one? Speaking, <laughs> speaking of Oklahoma, my next movie is uh, a film called Stillwater. Oh, right. Starring Matt Damon and Abigail Breslin. Yes. Uh, Matt Damon plays a man who, uh, I guess, lives in Oklahoma. <laughs> and his daughter, Abigail Breslin, is accused of murder in France. Hmm. And he has to go... Uh, wrongly accused of murder, hmm. is what I saw. Mm-hmm. So he's got to go help her out. So it sounds very exciting, dramatic. I like both of those actors. Right. Uh, they filmed it here in Oklahoma. It yep. is, May, is directed by Tom McCarthy, who gave us... Best Picture winning Spotlight. Yeah. So there's a lot of good fortune in its favor. So I'm very excited for it. Now, is it based on a true story? I, that I don't know. Okay. I do not know. It seems like the kind of movie that it would be, but it, it I'm seems not, possible. I, don't, I feel like we would have heard about that story. Possibly. So. Well, at least Matt Damon's not on <clears throat> some planet where we have to go rescue him. Yeah. What, like Mars? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Eating or, potatoes? Timely, or, yeah. Even, timely references what that one was. Or, you know, in France. Where he's under heavy enemy fire during World War Two. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. You gotta save him. Yeah, you tired of saving Matt Damon? He needs to not get in so much damn trouble. Matt Damon, you excited for this, Garrett? I am. I don't really know much about it. Uh, it's it's pretty far away, but uh, it is on my list of things that I'm definitely looking forward to. I do enjoy a Matt Damon. He seems to he goes through like weird stages where he's doing good stuff and he's not doing great stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, seems like he's on a good. Uh, trajectory at this point in time and I like a good trajectory Matt Damon so uh, yeah give me it it was not on my list but it is now Um, I hadn't really uh, I hadn't really uh, forgot about it honestly Um, I'm interested to see how it turns out I don't really obviously we haven't seen anything of it yet Uh, Garrett what's next for you I am going to talk about a promising young woman Oh, I've I've seen this. Oh yeah, uh, not, I've not seen the movie, but I've seen the poster for yeah, this. Yeah. So there's a trailer out. I highly recommend it. It's very interesting. It's got uh, it stars Carrie Mulligan, Bo Burnham, Allison Brie, Jennifer Coolidge, Connie Britton, and Laverne Cox. All of those people are fantastic. Yeah. Um, essentially, you know, I don't really know a ton about it. As I'm talking, uh, uh, it's at Sundance, I believe, <clears throat> and a lot of first reactions come out. They say it's they seem like it's very positive reactions. Um, it looks like a very Me Too-y type movie b- co- combined with uh, a thriller aspect and some possible funness. Um, Carrie Mulligan pretends to, or she goes to clubs, pretends to be drunk. Men take her back. They start taking advantage of her and then she snaps out of it uh, and is like, what are you doing? And they're like, oh, I'm a nice guy. I'm sorry. And she's like, okay, let me ask you some questions. What's my age? Where do I live? Let me ask you a really tough one. What's my name? And none of the guys can answer it. And she's got some kind of tally book where she's keeping tallies, don't know what it is. And then Bo Burnham comes in, who seems to be some kind of, like, long-lost 
relationship of sorts or something that could have been. Uh, it looks very intriguing, very, very good, and I'm very excited about it to take my breath away, if you will. This isn't on my list, but uh, you've, you've uh, intrigued me. I uh, look forward to finding out more about it. I highly recommend the trailer. There is a trailer. It's okay. very good. Yep. Uh, it's not on my list either, but I did see the trailer, and I am intrigued by it. It looks very strange. It's not on my list, but I remember seeing the trailer, and it's actually looked very interesting. How many you have left left on your list, Andrew? Three. You have three? Let's yeah. just do three more, shall we? Oh, my. Okay. Is that fine? Sure. Why not? I don't feel like I need to go through all ten of mine. Then go ahead. What's uh, the next one? My next one is going to be one that I don't think anybody else to say. It's going to be uh, Death on the Nile. I thought about it. Yeah. I did not say it. I enjoyed the... Uh, mm. the uh, uh, Kenneth Branagh's adaptation of Murder on the Orient Express. Um, obviously, I've, I've seen a few different incarnations of that particular story before, but I thought it was it was a, a fine new movie. I look forward to this one because this one's a much less adapted, and so there's like a I feel like there's less anticipate there's less uh, 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 reputation hanging over it. Gotcha. It's going to be a big ensemble movie. It's a mystery. Uh, I think uh, I think there's a ton of of more room here to mind if you know Kent Brown wants to do four of these or five of these or if he just wants to do this one and one more um Agatha Christie's a very beloved uh, uh writer and uh it's nice to see some big Hollywood productions of classic literature so um yeah looking forward to it it's got a great sound cast agreed it looks good it, yeah well I say it looks good we don't really know yeah. but based on on Murder on the Orient Express I assume it will have it will be good, I hope. I can't speak to anything because I've not seen a trailer yet. So yeah, there's I, not one out. So what? There's not one out. Okay, well, I don't know. <coughs> then again, I don't know a whole lot about this movie, so um, we'll just have to wait and see. Yeah, I, uh, I think there's a lot of potential. I think that, uh, you know, Murder on the Orient Express kind of sparked this murder mystery genre again uh, you, we have Knives Out that came out in 2019 that yeah. caught everybody by fire this amplified uh, Murder on the Orient Express did not have that kind of landing power that it thought it would it has a great cast but it didn't really do that much so I think that it's a good uh, stepping stone and I think that with Knives Out having come out and having the success that it had um, it being a familiar character uh, Agatha Christie is, is well known uh, I think that it can only get bigger, and I think they can only improve on what they did. So, um, yeah, it's not on my list, but I did. I do. I am looking forward to it because of those, because of that potential. Let me look at this again, too, Josh. Uh, you said that you're looking forward. to... What the heck? What did I do here? I ruined everything. Um, it does have a great cast. Um, you know, the first one it had uh, Daisy Ridley in one of yep. her first real chances. You could see her outside of the uh, outside of the Star Wars universe um it had a lot of people in leslie odom jr was in it right leslie odom jr uh willem dafoe johnny depp was in it for like five minutes i'm tired of johnny depp being billed and being in movies for five minutes (laughs) cut it out stop billing him like that but this one's gonna have uh this one's gonna have gal gadot leticia uh wright army hammer he's not a selling point um (laughs) annette benning uh, and Russell Brand, so it <laughs> should be uh, uh, should be cool. cool. Andrew, what do you have yeah, next? next for you. What's next? next for me is Top Gun. Top Maverick. Gun Maverick. Yeah, it's a uh, like I've only been I've only been relative with the Top Gun universe for just a couple of years now, but I like. I think Top Gun is really f- a fun movie. It's a Top fun Gooniverse, movie. maybe. And I guess we're seeing a little bit of a resurgence with Tom Cruise, I want to say, since... Uh, I don't know. I feel like we've been in a surgence of Tom Cruise for like Tom, the last 25 years. He's never no, no, really no, gone away, has Well, like, <coughs> Tom Cruise's career kind of dipped for a little bit, like, I don't know, in the early 2010s. Mm-hmm. He's really only had, like, sustenance with the Mission Impossible movies. And with the, mission, the last Mission Impossible movie being completely... Completely like <clears throat> almost a revamp of itself, right? Uh huh. We now have this new Top Gun, which, if you watch the trailers, the trailers are exciting as all get out. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're pretty cool. So, mm-hmm. I am eagerly anticipating Top Gun, and I hope I 
I, I hope it's, it's as good as the trailer. I hope. Yeah, it's on my list too. Looks great. Uh, lots of fun. Planes go fast. Yep. Things go boom. <laughs> Tom Cruise save day. I got everything I need. Hopefully he's flying the plane. It looks... I'm... Yeah. Oh, you think they let him fly a real jet? I think... It, you know, given that Tom I Cruise... I do my own stunts. Given that Tom Cruise... I fly had, the plane. Yeah. Uh, given that Tom Cruise, like, had to train to, like, fly a helicopter for Mission Impossible Fallout, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if he actually trained to fly a fighter jet. <laughs> That'd be crazy. Yeah, it's not on my list. It looks fine. It looks good. I'm going to see it. Um, <laughs> Andrew walked away. I would, too. That's yeah. fine. No, 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 it does. I, I'm not saying anything bad about it. It's just, I don't know. I'm, I wouldn't say that I'm uh, anticipating it. Yeah. Um, I'm intrigued by it mm-hmm. um, to see how they handle it so many years later. Why do you hate Scientologists? <laughs> that's, Why? that's a different subject. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, I'm going to go see it. Yeah. It's just... Uh, I don't know. I've got other movies that have got my attention more than that one. I think it's going to be a good movie that I expect it to be not too much different, and maybe that's right. not the selling point for me. What's wrong with Scientology? Right. It would have definitely been on my... Uh, it's not on my list, but it would have been like number 11. I am really interested to see... I anticipate it for mostly out of curiosity. It's a really long gap, and we've had movie series with long gaps, but I mean, I don't know, something like, what, 35 yeah. years Here's, here's my one? prediction for this movie. Tom Cruise is going to be someone who's still kind of playing a rebel and doesn't like authority, but now he's going to be put in charge of these kids who are like, look at this old man coming in and doing this thing, and he's like, I'm not old, I can still whoop your butt. And sure enough, he does, and then there's some contention, and then Tom Cruise does fighter jet planes and dogfights, and excitement happens, and then the movie ends. And like, that That's nothing. not a prediction, you just described the trailer. No, that's what the movie but is. But I also feel like that's what the movie's going to be. Like, right. it's yeah, not that's gonna, the trailer. It's not going to be much beyond that, and there's oh, nothing yeah. wrong with you that. don't think there's it's just that. there's not going to be much substance to it, and maybe that's why I'm not super intrigued by it yet. Well, I'm also not a big I'm like Top Gun is you know hey it's great, but yeah. it's like it's like were we does anybody want a sequel? Were we asking for a sequel? They've been wanting a sequel it for a long time. A lot of people wanted a sequel. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we'll see. We'll it's been see. Coming for a while. What's next for you, Josh? Uh, I'm going to take us out of the franchise world uh, to talk about a movie called The Trial of the Chicago Seven. Oh. Oh, written and directed I, by Aaron Sorkin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, hello. Um, <laughs> I can't do say Aaron Sorkin. It perks up Andrew. I knew it would. I knew it would. It, I well, you know, I do. I do too. You write the West Wing. He you did the West Wing yeah. and the show. So, 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 a ton of other movies: Social yeah, Network, yeah. The American President, and a few good men. Star- also starring Tom Cruise. Um, there you go. So this movie tells the true story of the Chicago Seven, which is a group of people who were charged with various crimes related to protesting the Vietnam War mm. during the. Uh, 1968 Democratic National Convention. Mm. Um, Another fantastic cast. Sasha Baron Cohen, Eddie Redmayne, um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Frank Langella. Langella? Langella. You got it. Michael Keaton. William Hurt. Michael Keaton. Thomas Middleditch. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Not a Middleditch fan, are we? Controversial figure, Thomas Middleditch. Um, I'm sorry. I'm very much looking forward to this film. It comes out in September. Like I said, Sorkin, you get me. He gets me. If you haven't seen Molly's Game, I recommend it. Uh, that was his first yeah. like movie, mm-hmm. right? Well, his first, directorial. first directorial <laughs> debut. Okay. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. I knew it was his first something. So, is yeah. he directing this one too, or did he just yes. write? Okay, no, so he did great with Molly's Game. He's always a great writer. The dialogue is fantastic uh, in anything he does. So, um, I don't really, I, I saw this on the Rotten Tomatoes 75 most anticipated movies list, uh, but I didn't know enough about it to put it on my list, but I'm intrigued. Well, I, uh, I also don't right. know much, but hey, yes. it sounds cool. It sounds like the movie, it sounds like a movie I'll watch to keep up with you guys. There you go. <laughs> next. What you, what's up, next for gear? Y'all buckle up, because I'm going to talk about Guns Akimbo. Oh, I just saw the trailer for Guns Akimbo. This movie looks like it's going to be amazingly off the rails, and I can't wait. Is it a bullet fest? It is it a is, bullet fest. Um, it has got Daniel Radcliffe with guns bolted to his hands. Bolted. And that is how he is running around this movie. So, uh, Samara Weaving, who is, uh, I think she's going to be recognizable soon. She's been, she may not be like a name, but she was in Ready or Not. Mm-hmm. Um, she's in The Babysitter on Netflix, which is a great movie. Um, she's she, going to be in the new Bill and Ted. Right. So she's she's starting to, to get some big now, parts. Is she kin to Hugo? I have no idea. Hmm. 
Um, but she is trying to <laughs> chase down Daniel Radcliffe and kill him. And Daniel Radcliffe is just some dude who is like a regular old Joe. There's and then he wakes up game, yeah. to guns bolted to his hands. And, yeah. and this and Samara Weaving is coming to kill him. And he is running around just trying to survive. He's been tasked with killing her, too. Yeah. It, it reminds me, and I, this is not necessarily a selling point, especially for someone in this room. But it remind, even though I think he's looking forward to this movie, it reminds me of just pure adrenaline-based, action-packed craziness. It reminds me of Crank, and oh, Crank yeah. gets me going. Yeah. It gets me excited. It's so off the wall crazy that I love here, it. And I, this movie here, looks like it's why be didn't you put Crank on the wheel? <laughs> I could have. You had the opportunity <laughs> to put Crank on the wheel, and you did. I think this movie looks great, but I despise Crank. <laughs> I, I thought you were going to say another movie. I thought you were going to say... Of course he was going to say Crank. No, well, I thought you, you know were going to say, like, Garrett. Up. You know, I mean, yeah, you Garrett's do that, brain, this, this half crank. of Garrett's yeah, brain... Crank. The, left, <laughs> the left half of Garrett's, pra- Garrett's brain is Crank, and the right half is Good Burger. That's the only thing <laughs> oh, I that influences this man's decisions. That's true. Or is that Good Burger, but just anything with Keaton and Kill? No, it's Good it's Burger. It's exclusively <laughs> Good Burger. I was going to be it for Halloween, and I just... Those two lazy. movies influence how this yeah. man sees the world. But no, Guns That Kill. is... Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Yeah. You should be more upset right now. No, I'm okay with it. No, it's not that you shouldn't be okay with it. It's that you should be upset by how he just defined you. you oh, know? no, I'm okay In with a it. way that I don't know that even you have. I'm very insightful. No, I haven't. <laughs> I'm but an no. insightful son of a gun. That says everything. Yeah. Yes. It does. Yeah. Uh, guns Tell me one gu- thing this man doesn't do that Good Burger didn't influence. No, or Crank. Exactly. No, it does. It's true. You remember that time he killed a dude? Crank. I do. On Crank. Remember that time he ate a burger on his body? Good burger. I ate the burger, <laughs> then I killed the guy, and then I finished eating the burger. No, uh, but, if, yeah. if, if Guns Akimbo is as good as you hope it is, it's oh, gonna lie, you're gonna your frontal cortex is gonna be changing. This Whoa. is this is another one. Michael Hope replaces Crank. It, it might. It very well might. Daniel Radcliffe has done so good at separating himself from Harry Potter, in my opinion. Like mm-hmm. you still look at Daniel Radcliffe and think of Harry Potter, but he has done such. Weird shit. Oh yeah, yeah. Like this career. Swiss Army Swiss Man. Swiss Army Man is fantastic, uh. but weird. Like, and so I'm very excited for Guns Akimbo. Next, <laughs> next, I'm gonna go with a one nobody probably has on the list at all. Did you guys know? And you may not like the show. They're making a Bob's Burgers movie. I yes. did not know this. They're making a Bob's Burgers movie for yes. theater, and I am very anticipated. <laughs> I don't exciting. know what I don't know what they're gonna do. Bob's Burger. They're gonna do a whole movie about it. I uh, uh, I love the show. I lo- uh, Tina's my favorite, and um, I love the mom character, uh, Linda. And uh, very much. And uh, I we Garrett and I did a show about had a stroke there. Uh, Garrett and I did a show show about movie TV shows that become movies. Yeah. Very interesting to see how this one uh, how this one falls. Is it good? Is it bad? Does it kill the show? <laughs> I did not know they were making a movie of this, so I'm intrigued. You guys Bob's Burgers fans? Yeah. Love Bob's Burgers. Right. Also, I did not put it on my list, but I am also quite anticipated yeah. for it. <laughs> um, I mean, if it's as good as the Simpsons movie was, then yeah. I, I think we're in business. Sorry. Go ahead. What? Did, what? I, what? Interu- I, I was talking over you and I interrupted. Oh, yeah, David, that's, his, that's how he operates on this show. Yeah, Why are you apologizing? That's David's MO. Yeah. I guess I don't want to cut people. Oh god! I think was you barely said anything during your cutoff. Yeah, I didn't even hear you. You went. (laughs) (laughs) What were you gonna say about Bob's Burgers? Aren't they making another Simpsons movie? I don't think so, Tim. (laughs) It might be Disney Plus is gonna be where that would land up. Oh my gosh! Disney money. Okay, so after Bob's Burgers, what's your movie? My uh, this would be number four, correct? This would be maybe your last one. We got one one more after this, right? Maybe your last one. We'll move on to some other stuff. Okay. Then the movie that I am most looking Wait, how many to more do you have on your list that you haven't talked about? Two. Then talk about both of them, damn it. Okay. <laughs> You're the one with the shortest list. Yeah. You're dictating this thing. Talk about both of them. <laughs> so what else is on your list? Um, I have two more movies that are on my list. <clears throat> one of them is Wonder Woman 1984. Yes. I remember seeing that movie. I saw it late in the year that it came out, but when I did see it, I was totally enthralled. It was the best comic book movie I've seen in a couple of years. It was 
Uh, probably mm-hmm. the best DC movie I've seen. <laughs> there you go. That's kind of that's the best DC superhero movie they've released. There yes. you go. That's what. I mean, it, that's that's a given. I mean, it really is the best DC movie they they've released since two thousand eight. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but like, um, but no, uh, I have been anticipating this because I think they have done Wonder Woman complete justice, mm-hmm. and I'm glad that they are revamping it in in such a way and I'm happy to see what they're going to be doing with it yeah so and they've typical let's see typical time it usually they usually have like their sequels like a couple of years after this takes place about this is about three years after they made the last one so they took their time a little bit with it mm-hmm. I'm curious as to see what they're going to do with it yeah so. I'm super excited they just they kept going with this I'm really intrigued by the time period they're going to set it in the 80s so it's sort of in between where we saw her in her first movie and where we've seen her in the Justice League and Batman vs Superman and all that, it kind of keeps her in, in in special areas where you can tell unique stories. Very yeah. much looking forward to it. Yeah. What about you guys? Not on my list, but I am looking forward to it. It. Here's my. Can I do? I'm gonna say a concern. Okay. <laughs> Is it a hot take? It may be a hot take. I don't like how the trailer seems to be so fueled by nostalgia. I don't like that trend in in film and TV right now. It looked like they just plugged up. It looked like they took Wonder Woman and put a Stranger Things filter on it, and I'm not Mm, here for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not here for that. Stranger Things has kind of affected that in a lot of ways. It has, and that's disappointing to me. That is a trailer, though, so I'm hopeful that the movie is, is, is still good. I mean, like I said, I am looking forward to it. And I, I have no reason to think it'll be bad, but I just, I don't like it when I see out outward things and in, in influence movies that powerfully. And I'm not yeah. saying it's just Stranger Things, that was yeah. just the first example. There's a lot of really strong 80s and 90s nostalgia in Hollywood right now. Yeah, that's true. And it's kind of, it's it's overstated, it's welcome to me. Yeah, we're getting to that point. <clears throat> Garrett? Yeah, that's my hot take. <laughs> no, I agree, but I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to it. Um, I'm interested in... Hopefully the DC doesn't jack it up. You know, I, I don't have the trust in them like I have with uh, Marvel, and it would not surprise me at all if they went and just jacked it up on the second one. Yeah, so. it also looks a little Ragnarokky. <clears throat> that's what I was. Oh gonna yeah, say. it's got a Ragnarok sheen to that's it. What, maybe that's what I was going to say. You know, they're definitely go, they're definitely leaning into color. <laughs> they're leaning into you know letting the you know, uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, not being afraid of the weird. You know, like they're 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 like, hey, you know what? <coughs> She's a Greek goddess in a comic book universe. Mm-hmm. Why are we? Why why are, why should we pretend to make it realistic? You know? Yeah, and that's a good have fun. Yeah, yeah, that's how it so, should be. So hopefully, if they if they get the if they manage to pull that tone off right and kind of in a in a different way than the, how they did it in Ragnarok, it could work. Mm-hmm. If not, it might be a little. It might, might turn people off. Just kind of see. Uh, what was the other one you had, Andrew? Now it's Josh's turn. I was going to say. Oh, go ahead, Josh. It's my turn. What? Why are you pointing at me and demanding things? Never mind. Um, Let's see here. Which one do I want to go with next? Um, hmm, hmm, I'm I'm looking forward to In the Heights. Oh, I was so glad you said that because uh, uh, it means that um, my wife was right. She called it. She said Josh is going to say him the heights. And I said, I bet you're right. I mean, Lin-Manuel Miranda. You can't do uh, wrong. Movie musical. Mm-hmm. What can I say? It's an adaptation of his first Broadway musical, correct? Uh, I think. Did he do anything yeah, before in the heights? First, I think it's, it's his first. That's one. his first. Um, this too as well, Hamilton could make it to the screen soon. I'm sure it will, eventually. But I mean, uh, in the heights is... is um, Oldish by those standards now too. I think it came out in 08. Mm-hmm. 08 it opened in Broadway, so it took more than ten years to make it to the big screen. So we we got quite a ways before Hamilton hits that marker. Now is Lance starring in this? Sorry, no, you're good. <laughs> uh, no, he's not starring in it. Um, well, no, it does say he appears in a small role. So uh, there, you go. there you go, a cameo, you will. But he did, he did write the 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 book and lyrics just like he did for Hamilton. There you go. It's about um, life in the Heights in New York City. Uh, Is it set in like the eighties? 
Sorry, I keep doing this to you, Andrew. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I've never seen In the Heights. Okay. Unfortunately, I hope I get to someday. Go, go ahead, Andrew. What in the Heights is about. No, the only thing I was going to say was, is like for musicals, especially for big time musicals like this, it tends to take a little bit of time to get it to adapt it to screen hmm. because we just we just had Cats, and Cats has been out for <laughs> since the decades. 80s. Yeah, it's been out for a long time. Les Misérables has been out since the has been out since I think the early '90s. Yeah, the Phantom of the Opera. Took a little bit less of a time, but I yeah, think they had silent movies on that. Yeah, and <clears throat> that was actually an adaptation. Yeah, that was actually an adaptation of something other than that. But like Chicago, Chicago was out for since 1975. Mm-hmm. So while to get its movie. Yeah. So the fact that it's getting made now, I think, is very timely. Uh, I am, I am very anticipated in seeing this. <laughs> I keep forgetting I like about that. it. I, keep forgetting about this movie. I keep forgetting that In the Heights. Well, it sounds like you're really anticipating yeah. for it then, aren't you? Yeah. So anticipated, he keeps forgetting it happened. <laughs> yeah. uh, yep. I am looking forward to it quite a bit. Um, the music is very catchy. There you go. Uh, I, I don't think I've seen the trailer, to be honest with you. Um, I know I, that it's out, and uh, I, I don't know... I all the time. I haven't seen it at all, and I don't, I don't know how it's escaped me, um, because... You know, I, I don't really know a ton about In the Heights um, as In it is. In the Heights. But I, to sing it. I do love me some, some Lin-Manuel. Uh, I love me some musicals. Um, so I don't really know how I have not seen the trailer yet, but I'm going to watch it after this is done. you got to fix that. And, uh, I'm lo- yeah, yeah, maybe I'll I watch mean, it too. Just, just based on the fact that it's Lin-Manuel Miranda alone, I'm looking forward to it. I'll watch it with you because I'm sure I've seen it, but I feel like I always ignore it when it's on. <laughs> um, it's not in my list. It, 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 I, I will go see it probably, though. Um, and uh, I'm sure I'll fall in love with it after I've seen it. I'm very hard to convince on musicals before I've seen them. I don't know why that's why a thing. Why are you anti-musical? By I'm not anti-musical. On, I'm not anti-musical. I like love musicals. The format, it's great. Who doesn't love a good musical? I'm just very hard to convince based on just the music. So many people are like, oh, you gotta listen to just the music. It's like, well, that removes all the context of what the whole thing it is. It can. It can. So, like, I don't like that. People Unless force it's the music like Les Mis or something. Yeah, Les Mis were like the that's, whole movie, you know. Or, and pretty much Hamilton. You know. Some 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 it's better, you know. Sweeney Todd like singing through like that whole movie, yeah. so you can yeah. fairly well get it. Yeah. But sometimes people just throw that at you, and it's like well, I don't even know what's going on. What's the play about? Is it in the '60s? I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Um, Garrett, what's next? Um, I'm gonna take us back to the old school because I'm awful. Who's so cool? <laughs> um, Halloween Kills. That was that was good burger. Oh. Halloween. Oh, okay. Kills uh, the sequel to Halloween Part Two, right? Right. Yeah. Uh, we ignored all no, of them. Part two. Well, that the Halloween is part two. The twenty eighteen, right? Halloween oh, twenty eighteen. Yes. Um, because it ignored everything else, it went right back to the original. Uh, it injected life into the Halloween franchise again. Um, so I'm very, and I believe that both of the writers are back. Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis is back. Yeah. I am very intrigued. As to how this keeps going. Now, here's my question about it, and this is my concern. The problem with the original Halloweens and Nightmare on Elm Streets and Friday the 13th is that they just got too carried away. They kept going and going and going and going and going, and they kept getting worse and worse and worse and worse and worse. Right. So, with the life that this brought back into this film and the money that it made, my concern would be they continue to go down that trek of they just keep going and going and going, and they get worse and worse and worse. Now, I'm excited about this. I hope that they have some kind of endpoint. but my big worry with this franchise is that they will follow that same path, and the first couple that they release will be very good, yeah. and then they will just fall off the hill. They do have an endpoint. Yeah. That's good. This is the first time the series, to my understanding, has a vision behind it. Okay, good. Um, Halloween Kills comes out this year, and then Halloween Ends comes out after that. It's all done by the same team. Okay, mm-hmm. great. Um, so whether they continue it after that is up in the air, but this particular storyline has an endpoint set. Thank goodness. With Halloween That's Ends. what I like to hear about these kind of horror movies, is that they have... Again, it, it injected so much life into this franchise, but... I need it to end, and that's the problem: is that they don't, and then they just become murder fests, and they're not exciting. Yep. I'm looking very much forward to it, um, mostly because it means that we have the opportunity to revisit the Halloween series if we so cho- uh, so want to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to go listen to our other Halloween series, it's pretty good. <clears throat> I'm not in it, but uh, don't let that deter you. 
Josh and Andrew and Garrett are hilarious talking about Michael Myers uh, RVing through the countryside to get to uh, Lori. Is that her name? Lori. Lori. Um, I think that's Halloween 3 or 2. I don't remember which one. No, Halloween 3 is the one of the witch, season of the witch, which you guys also had a hilarious conversation about. But anyhow, uh, very much looking forward to it. I want, uh, there's part of me that thinks we should wait until Halloween ends before we do that, though, so that we can do both those movies at the same time. Hmm. Um there is no reason for me. Or what do you guys think? Are you excited for Halloween Kills? I am. I'm. I'm excited for Halloween Kills. It's uh, how they've revamped Halloween. I think they're doing. I, I think they're doing a great job with it. I'd love to see what else they can do with it. Josh, well, I oh. already talked about it. There is no reason for me to list any more movies because we've said all the ones that I had on my list. Okay. So Andrew, at least we will. After Andrew says his number one, my most anticipated movie of this year. No time to die. Dunna 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 dunna. Andrew, <laughs> the next installment of the James Bond series, and I think the last of Daniel Craig's. It is Should indeed the be final. for now. And Oops. I, I love the cast. I've been loving the trailer. I've been loving, like, uh, like Daniel Craig's story arc in this. May I as well call him McDonald's because you're loving it. Mm-hmm. I am. Or. What is it? That's the good burger. It's, it's, like, <laughs> it's Subway. We're eating fresh. No. Yours doesn't make sense. Mine was stupid, but made sense. That's the, that's the not another teen movie. Yeah. <laughs> I have broke people in this room. I will not say who. It, is, it does look fun. You know what it does? It evokes to me the classic James Bond that we always picture. Yes. Mixed with the James Bond that Daniel Craig's series has made that you know it's been all about sort of uber realistic style with this new James Bond yeah. and this has the guns mounted in the car this has the big dun 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 music this has the you know the white uh the white suits yeah. you know and stuff it looks like a like Daniel Craig's Bond has finally gotten to the James Bond that we kind of all think of and we're going to get a song by Billie Eilish there's that so I'm the Bond guy. <laughs> Duh! <laughs> I don't know what that was. I'm going to break a few people, because I've never seen a James Bond movie in my life. Ooh. Not I a single so Honestly, solitary I don't know. I think so, okay. it disqualifies you for this show. <laughs> no. It's okay. like the ultimate sequel let me, franchise. Let me, yes. let me clarify. It's like 50 of them. It's okay. I've only seen three. I attempted to watch... I think it was Spike TV at the time. Mm. They would play a bunch of James Bond movies. They did. And I watched one with Sean Connery, and I found it so incredibly boring that I fell asleep halfway through. So I don't count it, because I don't remember which one it was. I don't remember anything about it. I remember Sean Connery was Sean Connery, and I fell asleep because I was bored out of my mind. Um, But as a kid, I never watched any of the Pierce Brosnan ones. I never watched any of the Daniel Craig ones. However, I am excited about this because over time I have come to very much love Daniel Craig. Uh, after Knives Out, uh, Anna Diarmas has stolen my heart, and she's in this movie. And the chemistry that those two had in Knives Out was very good. Yes. So I don't know what her role is in the movie. Um, she's only in the trailer for a brief second, um, but I'm excited to see them interact again. So I will be watching this movie and probably all of the Daniel Craig movies. In order to catch up, because it looks like they connect, and I don't feel like that's been the case with most James Bonds in the past, where they don't necessarily connect in a storyline, but this one seems like it does, because mm. it brings back Christoph Waltz, and, and and I have no idea what's going this on. This one might so tie I'm all try to of, watch them all. Who knows? It might tie all of his together. Yeah. yeah, well, I mean, like, the last the last few James Bond movies, especially with the Daniel Craig universe, has been really, uh, yeah, it, it has been kind of interconnected, because... Um, <clears throat> uh, Casino Royale. The only one that's really not connected with any of them is Skyfall, because mm-hmm. Skyfall is kind of on its own. Mm-hmm. And I think Spectre. Spe- I've not seen Spectre yet. Oh, really? Yeah. And uh, Spectre and this one are both. They both do have a connection. And I think Skyfall. Uh, not Skyfall. Uh, Ca- Casino Royale and Quantum of Solace. They both do have a little yeah. bit of an interaction. Quantum of Solace. I feel like picks up right where Casino Royale leaves off, doesn't it? I think it does. Yeah. But like moments. Yeah. Cool. All right, Josh. Thought last... we were done. Oh, was that it? 
I thought, I thought so. I, I got, got one. Do you have I one more? I don't have any more on my list. Josh is out. Garrett, give us one more. Last one for me is A Quiet Place 2. Ah, Ooh, yes, yes, yes. Okay. It's coming out soon. Yeah, it is. It's coming out very soon. Uh, Krasinski wrote it. Uh, stars Emily Blunt and the two kids, who I don't remember their names. Um, <clears throat> the first one really got me. I like it a lot. It was so different than any horror movie I've ever experienced. I just remember being in that movie theater and it being so silent. And everyone was so uncomfortable in the theater to make any noise. People eating. Really? I wish mine was. Oh no! <laughs> yeah. And everything was. Everything was amplified, but I could tell that the people were trying to be quiet as they dug into their bag of chips or popcorn or drinks or whatever they had. And it was so that's good Foley oh. that's good Foley work right there hey I like it I'm just and, giving sound effects while you talk no. and so no I, I'm really looking forward to it the uh, the trailer that they have is very intriguing um, it looks like we get to learn <laughs> oh that was nasty it looks like That's we're going my to Reese's pieces. <laughs> learn a little Sorry. bit more about uh, what happened and how it all got started and the the point of the trailer where Emily Blunt is driving in the car mm-hmm. and this bus is coming right at her and she has to throw it in reverse and is looking back and out of that bus that's coming chasing her is one of them little alien creatures and I'm sucked in immediately. Yeah. Yeah. There that's is one, cool. Oh. Uh, there is one thing I will say about stuff like that is that as much as I am anticipating it and I really want to see it, I love I love that movie, and I love the fact they're making another one. Mm-hmm. I don't like the fact that we had a uh, we have a little bit of an origin to it. So it'll be interesting to see what they can do with the origin. Mm-hmm. <coughs> if that makes any sense, you yeah. completely ruined my chapstick. Uh, sorry, <laughs> sorry. Oh it was, man, it was for you owe him a dollar fifty. I did it for the podcast. I did good. it for the podcast. You so can. It's not like I can't get more of those. So oh, uh, I'm really sorry. I did it was for the is you know, when keeping it real goes wrong. Am I right? <laughs> um, I'm not seeing Quiet Place one, but uh, this trailer actually did anticipate. Actually, did uh, uh, get me a little bit interested in going back and revisiting, and so uh, I might I might do so and then go see this new movie. Yep, I hope it's good. I have concerns, but I hope it's good. Yep. yep. So that's it. That's it. Stop. All right. Cool, I got, so what's next? I got, have a... I got two things I want to read off real All quick. All right. So uh, we're going to be doing a little bit more Letterbox this year. Letterbox is like uh, one of our favorite new apps slash social media things. And um, so we're going to try to incorporate a little bit more in this show. So I thought I'd pull up uh, Letterbox's most anticipated of the year. Now, this is based on how many people have put these movies on their watch list, and I'm excited to say that the first movie on the list is one none of us brought up. The number one most anticipated movie of 2020 right now, according to at least the Letterboxd app version, is Dune. Oh, yeah. Dune. Dune almost made my list. <laughs> I gotta say, I'm intrigued. I don't know enough about Dune to get it put it on like a most anticipated. But starring, you know... Uh, Wide Chalamet, range. Timothy Chalamet, Stella Skarsgård, Isaac, Dave Batista, Dave Batista, and the All Star you know? Jason Momoa, Josh Brolin, so Zendaya. Exciting. I was just about to say, are there any women? So that's, number, <laughs> so that's number one. Number two on that list. I'm just going to read the top uh, top ten, the Perfect. top eight here. Number two on the list is Tenet. Yeah. Number three is Wonder Woman eighty four. Did that. Number five or number four? Excuse me. Is the New Mutants. That movie is. I, I'm, I'm, I have concerns because of the issues that have happened I in know. that movie. So I, many. I wonder if that's why it's so high because so many people are like, "Well, I got to see how this turns out." Well, you know, it's swallowed in the fox thing. Number uh, the next one up is Black Widow. Yeah. After that's Harley Quinn, Birds of Prey. Okay. Then No Time to Die. Okay. And then number uh, eight on that list is Mulan. Yeah, I thought about putting Mulan on here, but I. I don't know. I'm um, also gonna not intrigued. By I'm also gonna bring up one that sounds like a movie that will uh, uh, will probably get some interest from the Oscar folks. Is a movie called uh, The French Dispatch. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's a movie yes. about uh, journalism and mm-hmm. such. Okay. Um, and then, so that's the, that's the top. That's what most anticipated according to uh, according to Letterboxd. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I want to read this. So uh, you know, if you uh, don't already listen to our show, so many sequels, we talk about various sequels that are coming or er, uh, movie franchises as a whole. As best we can. 
and we're gonna be starting a few this year. And so I wanted to quickly read off the uh, list very quickly. I'm not gonna, we don't have to dwell on these, but the list of sequels that are coming out in 2020. The grand total of 26, we got The Grudge, Bad Boys for Life, which have already come out, Birds of Prey, A Quiet Place 2, Peter Rabbit 2, No Time to Die, Trolls World Tour, which I'm looking forward to, Fast and Furious 9, which is obscene to say, Uh, Wonder Woman 84, Top Gun Maverick, Minions, The Rise of Gru, Ghostbusters Afterlife, The Purge 5, or Untitled Purge movie. Untitled Purge movie. Uh, Bill and Ted Face the Music, The Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard, which I think you and I talked about last Why are they making this? The Conjuring, uh, The Devil Made Me Do It, so I know that new Conjuring movie. Mm -hmm. The King's Man, which we couldn't determine when that was coming out. Yeah, does anybody know? If you know when that movie comes out, let me know because now all of a sudden... It's like September. It, did they move it? Because now I haven't seen... like For a while, I couldn't go to a movie without seeing that trailer February. saying that it was me coming out in too. February. Me too. And now I don't see anything for it and it's September. Exactly. <laughs> but they hit me so hard starting in November that it was going to be out in February. Hashtag me also. <laughs> uh, then we got Venom 2, Death on the Nile, which we talked about, Halloween Kills, uh, Godzilla vs. Kong, Escape Room 2, Coming to America, and The Croods 2. It's going to be a big year for sequels. We will not be watching every single one of those for this show. I'm going to go see but, Escape Room 2, that's for sure. But, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, me too. Yeah, me three. <laughs> yeah, me four. Hot damn. So is that it? Are we done? I think Do you it. have any more? I don't have anything to... else. All right, well, that wraps up our most anticipated movies of 2020 episode. Um... Like I said at the top of the show, I'm excited to revisit these at the end of the year. See which ones held true. See which ones... Maybe some. Maybe one of them didn't even happen. Oh, it's possible. Who knows? Bum, bum, bum. Um, so, we have that to look forward to. Um, but that's about it. That's it. That's it for this episode. So, uh-huh. we will uh, return to our regularly scheduled programming after this, whatever mm-hmm. that may be. You just gotta subscribe to the channel to find out. Channel? Feed? Well, All eh. of the above. Yeah. Find us online at facebook.com slash so many sequels pod. <laughs> I don't know. Search so many sequels in the box. You'll find it there. Oh, yeah, no yeah, one yeah. goes to the website anyway. Nobody go goes to the website. They go to their app. You type in so many sequels. You find it there. Come you up. smash that like button. Smash it. Um, click share on the most recent share. post. You can find us on all our things, on the or all the podcast things, whatever app you use. We're probably on it. Yeah. And then, of course, Twitter and Instagram. And now, Letterboxd, we're there too. Search for so many sequels on Letterboxd and follow our uh, account there yep. where we will post. We will at least keep like lists of what we're working on. We don't really know what all we'll do with it yet. It's experimental. Yeah, we're doing this stuff. So follow us there. And of course, we're all on Letterboxd too. You just look us up. You just look us up I by think name. that's it. Cool. So until next time. We'll be seeing you all in 2020. It is 2020. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be February. It's, it's, it's 2020 right now. When this comes out. <laughs> Fired.